This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer! Hi, Richard. It has been so long. I know. I keep leaving. <laughs> but, you know, people ask for your help. Let's put it that way. So that's wonderful. Oh, I love that that's the case. You. And by the way, can I say your hat really rocks? Thank you. I happen to love it, too. I appreciate that. It's a little oh bit like a detective slash spiritual person hat, which is you. you that's the hat you wear. It's the hat I wear. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, I've had some adventures, as you can imagine. I'm sure yes, you've had some adventures. To, who talked to me about yesterday? Well, yesterday, uh, I was had the great fortune to talk about my good friend, Charles Grodin. Uh, this great Charles film, Love. Charles Grodin, who we all love. This filmmaker, James Friedman, uh, has been tasked to write, um, to make a film, a documentary. I mean, it was his idea. But, you know, there's a flip side element to it, other than the fact that we've spoken to Chuck a few times. But the, right. the really cool flip side element that I just wanted to point out is that, because uh, I asked him, have you ever seen Charles on Broadway? Because Chuck had these three major careers, movies, Broadway, and then television. And he said that when he was 12 years old, he went to see Charles in what? a Broadway show called Same Time Next Year. And okay. he said, it changed my life. Seeing that play completely changed who he was. And now here we were sitting in the backyard of awesome, uh, by Harper, the way. Harper Simon and uh, Paul Simon's son, who was a member of the Fun Patrol. Like me yes. and Chuck and Jack Warden. Anyway, we uh, it was just a bookend for this guy. Here, here he was all these years later, 30, 40 years later, and we're talking about this person who, uh, you know, how do you crystallize a person when you're talking about him? You try to narrow it down. You try to, you go to the heart of who yeah. they are. And in my case, empath is the word that came to mind. Because he was somebody who, he listened to other people with empathy. He listened with compassion. He was a guy who helped people get out of prison. I mean, he did all these things in his life. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a shame he's not on the planet, but, you know, as we know. Oh, it's, he still says he is. <laughs> as you know, we consider it a delight. Now, I just met with somebody in Manhattan Beach, your hometown. I know. I can't. So I am here. Some of you guys know who this person is. It's Cindy Kaza. She's actually a very, she's one of, she's one of my best friends and she is an amazing medium. Um, she's, she was on the Holzer files. Um, she has shows coming up all the time. She works for discovery channel, um, as a medium, uh, but we're here to see her brother and we're having so much fun. So they went out and ran some errands. I'm like, let's just hop on. Well, yes. <laughs> and I have gotten some emails from not cranky fans, but people who are miss have missed your voice. Let's put it that way. Missed your insight into issues that are, uh, you know, that stress people out about losing, losing a loved one. And, uh, and that is happening more than you could possibly imagine right now. It, it really does seem to be. And of course, you know, people email as soon as the celebrity passes away they'll ask is he on the list 
So let's turn this over to our friend Luana. Luana came up today. I just want to tell you today, while I was uh, doing this interview with this translator, she translates. Uh, Can I my... show you something real fast? Yeah, sure. So I have gone green, everybody. Oh, look at that. So Jennifer's no longer killing trees with. Well, good news and bad news. Good news is I've given literally documented close to 3,000 readings so far, at least 3,000 readings. And I use, I started using a paper for each because I didn't want the, you know, when I was new 10, 12 years ago, when I was writing, I would use like a paper each because I didn't want the energy from somebody to get on the paper. But then I started folding it down. I'm like, fuck that. Sorry. Now it's pardon, pardon me. Excuse me. It's so I'm like, I can't stand the fact that I'm wasting trees. And then I'd fold it over and fold it over. And then, I mean, finally, you could do this where, your the iPad isn't leaked, and I have the iPad Pro, the brand new one, and you can write, and then it just goes away. And if I, it's just so great, it's so great. Well, on behalf of all the trees on the planet who I'm want us to plant excited. a trillion of them, and we still, thank you, Jennifer. It's still, my clipboard. <laughs> okay, very good. And so, as she points out, there's not much on there. It's no, that we have Richard Martini, Fun Patrol, and now Luana. And now, literally, I mean, it's like, I don't know, 20 minutes ago, she texted me and said, can we do a podcast now? And I'm like, okay, great. So I was in Manhattan Beach interviewing somebody who's a translator who does my books into uh, uh, Spanish. She's Argentinian. Um, and she's a huge fan of Jennifer's, of course. Aww. But it's interesting to talk to somebody who has read so much of my work, but then to have this experience. So What's unusual is that her close friend had passed away, um, and Why I just do something. Just well, sure. Me. Well, here's the thing, because I I did what I do, you know, which is I just I asked them. Oh, yeah, so you did it, Mister. So Nara. I did that, yeah, and I asked him. Well, I just asked him to. I asked her to remember a dream that she had, a vivid dream after he passed away, and I asked him to, if she could access that dream. She did. And then we walked with him in the dream. And then we went through all of the questions she had. But then I said, let's ask him, is it important for her to visit her council? And I, you know, I didn't know. And he said, yes. Yeah. So the next so thing I know, we're up there chatting with her council or council members. They're talking about her journey. These are not terms or ideas that she's that aware of in her own life, because I was focusing on new information. But the most interesting character that appeared and I wonder if Luana would mind putting. Is he like a future character or an alien or some sort? Close to that. I'm sitting in front of that. I'm sitting in front of that character. Oh, I love it. It's funny because you, I thought you mentioned Redhead earlier, but you didn't. No. You mentioned something else. And I was looking at the hair. Well, you. if you can see, hair. that's a baby angel mm. who's playing the guitar. And so th this is what she saw now. You know, because I asked her, have you ever seen an angel before? She said, no. But here, this was a, what you would consider a cherub, you know, like a five-year-old angel with wings. And at some point we started talking about her journey and we, but I was asking very specific questions to the angel about their journey. Have you ever incarnated? No. Right. That's, but, but for the first time I heard, it's something I might do in the future because I like to learn. Well, that was interesting, mm -hmm. but I, I, and then I jumped in with a question. Have you ever, have you ever heard of Luana? 
without any last name or context. And this woman without missing a beat said, who hasn't heard of Luana? Like everyone on the flip side is either friends with her, knows her, or is aware of our work. Because then I said, so you're aware of our work? She said, we all are. We're aware of your work, not only through Lillian, this translator, because of course she has guides and teachers and they're all aware of what she's doing, but it's also other people who are talking about this making it easier for people to communicate. Right. So right. Lou, I just- yeah, I, so My dad just keeps showing up, which just real fast, because you were saying that she was Argentinian. My dad went on his mission to Argentina. Oh, I didn't know And that. he speaks fluent Spanish. He taught, he taught um, I think middle school at one point in high school, kids that had Spanish as their first language. He taught them English because those were the kids that were likely, if he didn't get them to understand it, then they would most likely drop out because it was too hard. Anyway, he pops in while you were very, talking about Very her. good. Hi, Jim. Of course, Jim's always yeah. welcome. We love talking to your dad. Yeah. So when you see me go like this, I can see him behind me. That's why I'm like, oh, my dad. I love that. I was quoting him uh, this morning, actually. I was you quoting know. him this afternoon. <laughs> well, the, was it about grief or what was the quote? It was about someone asked me like, well, your dad was Mormon. Like, how did that happen? Like, how did this work out? You know, and eventually, you know, when he had his own path, when he, I, I expressed how he had a heart attack, how I told him a month prior, you know, his arm hurt. And he's like, my arm is fine. And then a month later he had a heart attack. And he told me, he goes, Jennifer, I knew what you were, I knew what you meant. He goes, but I didn't want to believe it. Fast forward. He's just, that's when he said, you know, it's not your job to make anybody believe in anything that he goes leave that up to us he goes jennifer he goes it's been a wonderful way to learn about what you do and how things happen he goes because when my, he went with my mother to hawaii everything was seven ones and that's our number right every and your, your birthday Interpol, birthday like everything was 71 and he goes jennifer that's just almost impossible with how many times that happened to us and he goes and that was after I came to you and told you about how I knew that you meant it was a heart attack. And then I had a heart attack. And so he goes, don't take that away from people. Let them figure it. He goes, you can't take away their belief systems or make them believe in this. You can't make them fit this in their life. He goes, leave that up to them. Stop. Sure. They Just, need to make that journey on their own. He goes, give them the right to, he goes, cause that's the exciting part. Don't worry about it. They'll have to figure it out eventually. Exactly. We all will figure it out eventually. And kind of what we do this podcast for is to show people that they can figure it out today. They can access this information. I got an email today from somebody on Quora who was a raving about uh, doing a session with you and wanted to thank me personally for introducing them to you. He had done a session with you and Kimberly Babcock, somebody else who appears in the film Hacking the Afterlife. Also very talented. But this guy, he spoke to, I think it was his mom, or it might've been his dad that he really wanted to connect with. And so then he said, so I really felt like I connected with him, but I'm not sure. So I was wondering if maybe you might do a session with me. And I said, hang on a second. You had two experts help you actually access this person. And now you want a third opinion? Just speak directly to the loved one on the flip side. That's the point. Right. <laughs> And anyway. they're, already, they're already talking to you as it is. It's just that it's challenging 
again, for the listeners that have been listening to us, or if this is your first time and feel free to say goodbye. And your last. Yeah, exactly. And your last. Um, you guys have been listening to us. You guys know that like we're teaching everyone to t- like to tap in to like, I wish that I was out of a job because if I was at a job out of a job then the world would look so differently, you know, meaning, um, meaning that you yeah. wouldn't have to, everybody could access everybody, their and eventually, I hope eventually, you know, everybody. Well, will. let's go on record. Let's predict that. It's that eventually everyone will be able to act just the same way that Jennifer does. And with this idea that you can ask them questions and get answers. Uh, also in this session with this woman, somebody came up, came through like an avatar. And I said, you know, is that okay that I tell people you're always available and always accessible? And he said, well, I am. So why wouldn't you say that? Truth sets people free on both sides of the veil. Oh, sorry. And I also want to talk about the fact that the tsunami that hit us a couple of weeks ago, I believe that it created some type of portal because everyone has had so many things happening. Like the quickening is Oh, you so- mean the earthquake? Not so because the tsunami was not so hot. Right, right, right. But when the tsunami, yeah. The oh, the, the explosion of the-, the explosion, uh, I think, rocked, I think, personally rocked our energy. I had to have rocked the energy field. That being said, things have been really crazy for a lot of people recently. Crack, you know, chalk it up to Mercury retrograde, chalk it up to Venus in retrograde, chalk it up to a bunch of things. But my point is the other side is right here. There is no separation whatsoever. It so be, but, yeah. but I have found that people are like, it's not that jump anymore that people used to get years ago. Right. Okay. So for listeners, it's not that jump. You're going to hear it. It's going to be like the right next door. Like it's going to come in so like abruptly. So, or easily, easily. you're going to discount it like I do, which is ridiculous. Steve Jobs <laughs> always pops in when it happens. Um, so trust it. Trust that you're getting the right information. And by the way, be very, don't be, choose your thoughts wisely. So for another, instance, in other words, something happens to you that seems to be super normal or paranormal. And instead of judging it as a negative thing or something to be based in fear, allow that it's possible that someone who loves you is really knocking on your door to see if they can connect to you. That's the idea of allowing your thoughts to allow that it's possible, but, but focus it in a positive way. Someone still loves me. Someone still wants to connect with me. That's that idea. Speaking of love and speaking of Luana, Lou, we've we've abandoned you. We left you behind. I'm sure your clipboard is huge. She's been so busy. But we can, you know, we're good at this, so we can rock and roll. You want to pull somebody into the the list? We can just nail them one after the other, so to speak. Who (laughs) wants, who do you want to bring forth, Lou? Or do you want to talk about process? That's equally as interesting. Oh, she's saying I didn't finish the process. Okay, thank you. Um, the buzzing in the ears is a big thing too. Oh. So I have had spirit like on two, you know, a couple of days ago. I had a very long day. I had a very long day with clients. And before my clients hit, I kept on getting that buzz where I call it the it's usually with spirits that don't have boundaries, which the spirit showed me later on who did that to me. <laughs> Like and why they did it to me, which is very interesting. Is it like a ringing in the ear or a strong, like piercing noise? And then it goes away. 
but there is a ringing in the ear and that's also, and you're hearing it more and more during the day. I used to only hear it at night, but now I'm hearing it more during the day. And I know that's because of how, like how the veil is so thin, how they're just right there. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Oh. Oh, okay, thank you. She says, tell them it's the call, it's us calling you. Like the phone ringing. That's pretty funny. I would have never thought of that. Yeah. But like a cell phone call. I've, we've seen it. it, we've seen it on the podcast and we've, I've seen it in person where Jennifer will suddenly stop and go like, what, do you hear that? You know, yeah. and of course- I usually, I usually say somebody bum rushed me. Like somebody just, <laughs> like somebody has no boundaries. You know, right. But. As opposed to asking them to come forward and as Luana's done so well, putting them in a chair so we can sort of address them. But that idea of, of listening, being paying attention to those things, go ahead. Right. And then she says, open your heart and connect, open your heart and connect. Key, key you sentence might. there, right. opening the heart. So what does that mean? Compassion. She's showing me how I'm just like I I judge it and I don't answer the phone call. So <laughs> unless I'm working, I don't answer the phone call. And she says, "Well, that's not good." She goes, "For the listeners, they're not working. They're not doing this for a job." So you can just erase that. The point is, you should you should center yourself, whether however it works, and just whatever picture pops into your head or whatever feeling you get of a person. And it could, it's usually a loved one. The biggest thing is nobody bad is coming in to try to give you information. Harass you. That's the biggest, that's the biggest confusion that people get. Um, okay, hold on. Thank you. She says, everyone is entitled to get a phone call. Nobody's exempt. You know, there's that thing in court, like you get arrested and you're like, I, I know I get a phone call. Well, that's what Lou is saying. People on the flip side, they get to call you. And she's showing me again myself on Sunday. My daughter had an event that was, okay, basketball season, really quick, basketball season got shortened. Thursday, we found out that Sunday, the day that Freddie was leaving to go see Jack, um, that Blakey has her last basketball game at Maricosa High School. So it's the last time that she's going to dance at the high school and it's at five o'clock. Well, I'm slammed on Sundays. And so I, for the first time, I don't do this very often. I'm like, spirit, make it happen. I can't miss her last dance. I'm getting choked up thinking about it. Ugh, I'm not handling this very I hear well. it. I hear it. Um, and? And they made it work. That's the person, great. The person that wanted to come see me, and I'm sorry she got COVID, but I can't wait to see her when she gets over it. So the everything got moved. Everything got moved. All right. So audience, can yeah. can I just point out that what Jennifer just said <laughs> was that if if people are getting COVID, it's because somebody else is like interrupting their schedule. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no, no. Both Jennifer and I've had it, so we know. It's, yeah, you know. but I asked for it the night before because I would just I'm like, you guys have to make this happen for me. I promise you, I'll get. So let's. So that's about process. And it, it's about what Loana's saying. We forget so, to ask for help. We forget to ask for help. Right. And, and we don't, because it's hard for us to imagine asking a deity or asking somebody we don't know or some photograph on a wall 
If you know somebody on the flip side, simply put, ask them for help. And it could and be, if, say, help my if, guide. And if you don't, ask ask the angels and the and you know whatever you believe or your avatar whatever you believe absolutely absolutely ask. they will help very good okay lou is that is that what you wanted to talk about today or do you want do you have anybody on your list that wants to come through <laughs> she's laughing she goes yes <laughs> hold on okay all right hold on Oh, he's just getting, he just told me I was getting much better at saying hello versus who died, who's in trouble. <laughs> like, oh, that's the last thing they want to say. When a, loved, when a loved one does show up, do not automatically think you've done something wrong because that pushes them away or that you're, you feel guilty about something like maybe not being at the funeral because of COVID, whatever it is, say hello because then they'll be able to talk to you because it's taken me five years now to know that my dad's coming to me just to say hi or to help. That's okay. That's okay to do that. You can versus, just say hello. Versus me freaking out, thinking that something's wrong with my extended family. Um, and sometimes that might be the case, but it's not. They just want you to know that they're around. Is that the yeah. case? That is a cat playing the piano. <laughs> That's our cat agreeing with you. I just want to add that D flat for emphasis. That's yeah. pretty cool. Okay. Is that true, Jim? Yes. Okay. That's all I wanted to say. And he said to me, because he showed up again, and I'm like, I knew that I didn't feel anything bad, but that was the whole thing that he wanted me to explain. I said, hi, dad. And I'm like, he goes, yeah. He goes, and now he goes, congratulations. You actually now are saying hello versus going off and then he showed me what happened <laughs> well and also that thing of people have dreams and and we've talked about it where somebody shows up in a dream that's passed away and you're having this great moment with them and then your brain goes oh wait a minute you're no longer you don't exist oh. anymore you died and then they sort of disappear and it's not like you push them away it's just that your belief system has forced the filters to come back into place so that you're not open to having continuing the conversation so hello is a wonderful thing to start hello with and if they start to disappear just go back to the hello just sort of dial it back i miss you know you. Yeah. yeah or or what are you doing who are you hanging out with who greeted you on the other I side love that i always know my clients that come from you because they're like who greeted them on the other side because <laughs> that is the line that you have coined for sure no other person i know of is well, right? you know, to me, it's a question that I couldn't possibly know and the medium couldn't possibly know, but only the person on the flip side could possibly know. And right. of course, even when they get the answer, people go, oh, yeah, that would be likely, you know, it would be his mother. But then, you know, because they're parsing, they're trying to like, uh, you know, descramble it. Anyways, back to you, Lou. I'm just going to throw it right back to you. Anybody uh on your... A list. They want to talk about dreams. So dreams have been very crazy for a lot of people. And I do believe that's because of the energy. So people are having these wackadoodle dreams. So remember, um, I'm going to let her tell me and make sure that I got it right again. Hold on. Oh, it's about what you said. Thank the people inside your dream. I do this almost every morning and it's the best thing you could do. I always say, thank you 
thank you for you know being a part of thank you for being a part of you know part would of you, my day would you yeah, yeah. Well, have, just to give context, that yes. idea that when you're having a dream, it appears, mm -hmm. and just from an experience that I had, it appears that the people who are in the dream playing the role, good guy, bad guy, whatever it is, are actors. We put faces to. That we, that, that but they've also agreed to participate in the dream and play the role right. of the, and so when you get to the end of the dream, instead of just waking up and going, well, that was weird, you know, I saw, in fact, I had a dream my father was talking to the other day. And mm -hmm. at the end of the dream, I, oh yeah, I haven't seen you. So I haven't told you this. So at the end of it, we're having this conversation. I forget what it was about, architecture, other stuff. And at the end of the dream, I remembered our thing and your thing saying, you know, thank him. And I looked at him, I said, dad, thanks for coming to my dream. And he took my face in his hands and he said, mm. you're doing good work. Oh, you are Richard. But you know, it's, it's the way he would talk. It was his vernacular, you know, to talk about somebody's work. Like you're drawing, you're an artist, you're doing good work. That's good drawing. He would say that's good work. So it's just a wonderful thing to hear. And it was only because I took the time at the end of the dream to go, you know, thanks for being in my dream. So yeah. and and if it's things that are upsetting, say thank you for being, thank you, actors, for being part of my dream that my subconscious is an asshole. It's gotten through that I've survived. Right. right. I got to tell you something that's pretty funny. So I haven't had a sip of wine, which, you know, is very challenging for me for about five days, five days, because it's easy when I'm with Cindy. I call her my, no, my sober companion. I've just decided I'm like, I'm just and it's I can't believe how great it is, by the way. But it's so funny. My dream last night, I had a bunch of people in my dream that were drinking or whatever. And I wasn't drinking. I remember feeling proud of myself that I wasn't drinking. It was like a in your dream <laughs> in my dream it was hilarious oh, that's hilarious and i had something some you know something that was in there that was a little bit off and i'm like you don't have to worry about it i'm not drinking these were all the thoughts that were in my head i'm not going to respond to that like it was just so funny wow. i'm like thanks guys i appreciate it but if it's wonky you know that yucky feeling that you get you know that kind of lingers throughout the day the best way to cut that off is by saying thank you guys please don't try to do that again Yes, I'm preferred if we don't go down this path again. Right, you know. and that works. It works. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. You know, it's a little bit like lucid dreaming. And I know some years ago, I sort of read about it and to think about it because, you know, Tibetan monks and quite a few Buddhists and Buddhists, they sort of do, they learn how to meditate so that they can be awake while they're dreaming. It's identical because once you're sort of aware, and usually it happens at the end of a dream. Right. where you start to realize you're coming back to consciousness the dial is tuning back into the channel that you were in but before the channel ends you can just turn back to the channel and say hey you know thanks guys thanks cast and crew who brought this production together today right. and and it allows you to see because if there's a reaction you see if you turned and did that and there was no reaction you could say you could argue well it's a dream but when they stop and go oh you're welcome or you know yeah. you're doing good work or whatever it is. It's pretty amazing. I that's just I'm happy that she mentioned that. I just think we need to. I know that we, you know our audience has heard this before, but in case you're new, we just want these are the nuggets that will help you throughout this crazy energy. And again, back to like like be careful what you put your thoughts towards because the manifestation is like that. 
So if you're, if you don't care about time, time is certainly not going to care about you. Like remember when we tried to do it like a couple of weeks ago, Yeah, I, I didn't get to my office on time. When I got to my office, because I didn't care about it enough that morning, apparently my, there was a trash truck in front of it. There was a car parked in my spot and the wife. We were here ready to go at the podcast, Jennifer and I. I and was freaking and, out. <laughs> and your, and your clients showed up, I think about a half an hour early. And it was just like, okay, this showed is up not a half happening. Hour early, and then I was trying to get on Wi-Fi. I didn't realize that the client was actually in the office. So I'm like, he's like, I'm here. And I thought he was on, it just was one of those days. And I'm like, wow, I really didn't care about time enough. And then I, well, just, Mercury I'm, retrogate, all that I'm stuff. I'm going to switch it. I care enough. To, I cared about time. And I was on time for absolutely everything there was on Tuesday. That's but great. I think, but, and then like another time I'm, I was just about ready to go to bed. I'm like, thank goodness. I don't have to worry about anybody. Then my well, son, my son right. called a minute after I said that. And I'm like, <laughs> well, let's ask Lou about that. I, somebody was talking about that with me today where they were asking about you know, the essence of how they manipulate things over there because of time, slowing their frequency down in order to communicate with us. But right. at the same, and if they aren't, a, and this is what actually the angel was saying, that in order to help people, they this person was saying they slow their energy way down, they said by 33%, because I asked, and they slow it down to communicate with people. And even then, and they're talking to their higher selves, even then, because they're not believing that they're talking to somebody who's helping them, they don't get through. So even then on the flip side, people right. can resist what's in front of them. And so I said, well, then what do you do? And then this person said, well, then we try to manipulate others around them, whether it's to put a dream in their mind, whether it's to you know, make sure that the nail hits the tire at the right place so that they could you know, the car stops so that they can focus on something else. So the idea that things that seem random, that seem chaotic, may actually have been orchestrated by your higher self or others to Absolutely. help you. Absolutely. In fact, the best way to do this is become the observer. To not, so become the observer of things that you would normally respond to. Feel it and allow it to leave. Because like I said, my company is called One Beautiful Chaos. Chaos is a curator for change. The only way they can get to you, the best way, is if you get hit in the head with something, or if they, if, yeah, like, yeah, sure. You, and, and it will, it will happen. But it's not bad if, like, for instance, a lot of people are going through breakups or divorces. I have never, I have yet to see someone that has found somebody worse than where they were. They are <laughs> always introduced to someone they should be with. Oh, that's interesting. Very always, interesting. Always. And they might have to go through a couple until they get there. But I promise you, I have yet out of the, you know, 12 years that I've been doing this, everyone finds someone even better. Well, let's ask Lou about that, because I was, I was saying this today that we kind we have a tendency to think of our arc of our story as we as the person we are. But we don't think of the arc of our story as the many people we've been. So that if you were a person in the Renaissance who was a certain kind of person, and now you're a person and that reflection, high five, that reflection, oh, you, exactly. That reflection has changed. So Lou, is are people planning, uh, are, do events happen and occur here that affect us lifetimes in the future? Backwards and forwards, she says. Backwards and forwards. Well, by backwards, you mean by realizing... We're the future for other things that have happened. 
but also that idea that in, if you, when you go backwards, when you go back in time and examine what happened, that changes what happened because you see it not as trauma, but as a lesson or as learning. And if you then let go of trauma because of a previous lifetime, this awful thing happened, I mean, you realize, oh, this was an orchestrated lesson that I helped somebody else. And now here I am five lifetimes later realizing, oh, that was about learning how to forgive, how to be un give unconditional love. That's how you can go backwards and forwards within an educational uh, concept. Part of one of the main questions people ever ask me is what is my purpose? And your purpose is through many lifetimes. It's not just here but it's every lifetime you've ever been and it's affecting you here as well. Like you're per it's a very, it's a much longer conversation than just saying, well, your purpose is to be with your kids, which- Like I a university. Like if you're gonna become a doctor or a right. surgeon. Your purpose, your purpose changes. The purpose of you is to remain who you are in integrity. Well, that, but, but also let's just say from that, from that idea. So let's say you wanted to become a surgeon each class that you take is right. about getting to that goal. And sometimes you have setbacks within the class where you don't like the teacher or you don't like what's happening and you feel right. like you've fallen off the ledge. And now the next class, you come back and you find a different teacher and it's a different outcome. And eventually you graduate from the university. So your purpose might be to help others. Right. And, and you can't see it. And a lot of people that have thought about death growing up, their purpose is to be working with the other side, whether it's to be a physician or a doctor or, Fascinating. you know, I know, I mean, there's a lot of doctors that are committing suicide in their field. And that was before COVID because they think of death so much and they see it so much. Well, Lou, let's ask Lou. Come on, we've got somebody here who can help us with this. How can we help people? I'm pretty people? sure she's giving me the thoughts to say. So how can we help people like that who are considering leaving their journey early? How can we help people? Okay. The first thing that came to me, she's still saying is love. Love, that's the key. Love. That's just a one-word answer. I, I, you know, it's fascinating because when I was talking to this guardian angel, this little cherub, mm -hmm. and I said, so what do you do when, when, when they won't listen to you up there, your higher self? And what do they do when it turned, you know, in terms of all the chaos and stuff? They, and the answer was love. Love is the key. It's the engine and yeah. it's the medium. So if you can help them focus on love. Love. Yeah. And I'm like, is it loving themselves? Loving? They're like, no, just love, love, love. As, <laughs> Robin Williams said, yeah, Robin so, Williams speaking said. of somebody who checked out the planet and it's come back to tell us to love, love. Yeah. Um, hold on. Love is a lot more than what it seems. It's the frequency that heals all. And how do we do that? How do we open ourselves up to that concept or open your heart? How do we do that? Love. It's everything we've heard before. Gratitude. 
Um, simple things. Love the fact that you can see yourself in a mirror and those that can't see themselves love something else. Like love the little, love the things that add up. Whether it's the sunshine, the taste of a cappuccino, slice of pizza, music. Love your breath. Love the fact that your brain still works. Love that you're loved from the other side, no matter what, no matter who you are, you are loved. Why? <laughs> What'd she say? So I said, I'm like, even the bad people. And she just. <laughs> That's what everybody thought at the same time. Okay. What did she, what did she say? She, said, she goes, she said, well, somebody up there can see their whole life and what their purpose is. They're still loved. They're still loved. And I think it's important to repeat. Of course, we all have met people who've done awful things. We've all seen it on television. We've seen it, blah, blah, blah. I Heinous things. That, I know you have to go. Heinous things that people right. can't. It's all right. But, they, but, and so, but the point is, that all of their lifetimes, the arc of all their lifetimes might include learning terrible lessons, but, if, but five lifetimes from now, they become the doctor that saves a planet. So you have to allow and try not to judge everything that happens. Jennifer, I'm sorry we've only got a short day, time today, know, but I'm... we love, but I would appreciate it because I think our audience has missed you and we need to at least let them know we're still podcasting and we're going to figure it out when you get back we are, we are going to figure it out when i get back and i will try to do i just i i need to like i make sure that when to be present i make sure that i don't have anything but i've realized i'm like i could still grab an hour here and there you know no matter where i'm at in the world i'm traveling a lot i just got to get used to it and we just have to figure it out we'll figure it out okay. thanks jim thanks for coming by thanks luana we always appreciate yours everybody knows luana says that I, wait, I love, I love you. Love you. I love you. All right. Bye, Jennifer. Love you. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschaefer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on Gaia.com via Amazon Prime.